Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old School, 93.7 The Ticket, sponsored by St. Hills Global. We're gonna talk. We we got through our football discussion, defense, offense. I'm still I'm still wrestling with myself. I actually changed my record prediction. What did you go to? Six and six. I went up a win. I was at five and seven. I went up a win. So we made a bowl game, according to Rico. Yep. By merit on the field versus our GPA. What that's the five win deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it. We'll make it. (laughs) I I I, but I'm not sure. I find it. Nebraska would have to try so hard. And only won six games. Yeah, I think they're gonna go. I, just, I don't. I think they're gonna beat the brakes off of Northwestern their first game. I hope they maybe do. the score. Would be, I think the score would be like thirty-one ten. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the game, it was a beatdown. You're like it should have been more. Right. Yeah. I just it's it's and then when we were talking about it, but it's the the newness on offense that is keeping me because I think the defense is gonna be fine. The defense is gonna be fine. I don't know if they're gonna be better the next year, but they're gonna be fine. But the offense and all of the newness, the new players, the new coaches, the right. new playbook and all that, that's what scares me because you have just this offseason to learn it and people are like, oh, well, you know, it's new, so it should be good. And I agree with that because it's, you know, it's different from what you had last year. But at the same time, you had players, and I know it's a different coaching staff, but you had players who the coaches staff would say, oh, you know, they're still learning the playbook. And I'm like, they are in their third year. They shouldn't be still learning the playbook. Yeah, there's a little bit of coach speak to that, but then I also think that there's probably players that are still learning the playbook. Learning the playbook is ap- applying what you're being coached in a consistent basis out there. Yeah. And a lot of times that might have to do with how your approach is going to practice and your effort and attention to detail. So there, learning the playbook just isn't learning something on the screen. Mm-hmm. Learn your playbook is the playbook of being a, a, a Husker football player. So, you know, sometimes you take it, too kind of like factual too literally, or literally right. where it's yeah. realistically it's it's some other things yeah we're going to talk about Amani Bates really quickly Amani Bates the number one recruit in the 2023 class reclassified to 2022 was the number three recruit went to Memphis played for Penny Hardaway for a season uh scored 15 or more in his first three games and then didn't hit 15 for the rest of the season averaged 9.7 points 3.3 rebounds for his first year um, has decided to transfer away from Memphis. Right. And he has landed safely <laughs> back in Ypsilanti, Michigan, home of the Eastern Michigan Eagles, I believe. I don't know what their mascot is. But, yeah, the number one recruit is now at a Mac school in Eastern Michigan when he had offers from the likes of Louisville, Michigan, Seton Hall, Kansas State, just a litany of schools were looking for his services, and he thought, I'm going to go back to Ypsilanti, Michigan. Right. He's doing the modern-day version of Larry Bird going back to Indiana State. Larry Bird, if you don't know, started out of Indiana. Him and Bobby Knight didn't jive, kind of had a up-and-down freshman year, mm-hmm. was back in French Lake, kind of – he was working somewhere. Then he decided to go to Indiana State. The rest is history. That's what he's trying to do. It's interesting that he – chose Eastern Michigan. I know that's where he's from, um, so there's a lot of comfort there. And Maybe he's saying, hey, that you look, m- me being around 
my foundation family and stuff like that that it's gonna you know lead to you know what i was in high school but a lot of times maybe your competition level or you're just playing good in a few tournaments and potential is why you were number one what really what you really need to do is go to a place to where you're going to be pushed mentally and physically with likewise players and competition mm -hmm. um he's going to a team that hadn't made the tournament and i think over like 15 years and they were 10 and 22 last year um it could work out w well for him in the sense if he goes there and he's going to get a ton of playing time obviously going to be able to score and maybe he uses this to maybe transfer somewhere else i don't know how that really works with or if he goes and develops both offensively def defensively you know physically that you know it doesn't really matter i mean there's a guy from santa clara that went you know yeah. lottery pick yeah, so if he plays well he's going to get drafted to the nba um, I think in his mind, he thought that he was going to go to Memphis and go one and done. But the guy that he came with went one and done. Shout out Jalen Duran. Yeah. But when you <laughs> see Jalen Duran, he looks oh, like a grown he, man. He was one yeah. and done. Yeah. He didn't have to go to college. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, you know, look, when Juwan, if Juwan Howard is coming to your house, it's hard. It, it, you, How do you say no? I, I have it down here in the notes, and I, I have three whys. Easier route? How so? Again, why? And then I would say, why was your first recruiting cycle so weird and mm -hmm. odd? Then I got it. Then everything circles back to him. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so again, are you going to be like a basketball uh, savant and something that never reaches your potential, like a Kyrie Irving, but he's only at the college level? Or do you? He could. He he could end up being a guy that's you keep looking for on. The highlights, you know, he scored 26 this game. This is, or he could just be off in the abyss and be the guy that – and he'll be a Netflix story or something like that. <sighs> nice little thing. Like a Shea Cotton. Nice little 30 for 30. You have Shea Cotton that was uh, ranked above, I think, ahead of like LeBron and all those guys, but he never got past six foot six. Yep. But he was six foot six in sixth and seventh grade. Maybe this is the case. I guess we'll see. Now, all eyes on Ypsilanti, Michigan next season. Uh, one more break. Quick segment, Old School. Be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.